Section 37 of The Watergate Report, Volume 2. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Greg Giordano. Final Report of the Senate Select Committee on Presidential Campaign Activities. Volume 2. Chapter 5. Milk Fund. Part 21. Milk producer contributions to the President's campaign after April 7, 1972. For the duration of 1972, the milk producers reportedly contributed another $95,000 to the President's campaign, primarily due to the solicitation efforts of Lee Nunn and Clayton Yoiter of FCRP, and Jacobson and Connolly on behalf of Democrats for Nixon. In addition, just prior to the election, Lee Nunn of FCRP solicited from CTAPE a presidential contribution of as much as $650,000, or $750,000, allegedly in satisfaction of the earlier dairy commitment dating back at least to March 1971. In late October 1972, CTAPE contributed approximately $350,000 to Republican congressional committees, and about the same time, these committees transferred about $200,000 to the RNC and then to the FCRP. While there had been transfers totaling $650,000 from RNC committees to the Congressional committees some weeks before, and there is some evidence that the $200,000 was in repayment of those earlier transfers, a number of the RNC senatorial and Congressional Committee officials involved were not aware of any relation between the transactions. There is also other evidence that the movement of the dairy money to FCRP was part of a plan arranged by none and possibly stands to divert the CTAPE Congressional contributions to the President's campaign. There is no evidence that any other officials connected with the Congressional, Senatorial, or Republican National Committees knew the circumstances of the solicitation of the CTAPE contribution or considered the contribution related to any dairy commitment to the President's campaign or to governmental action favorable to the dairy industry. A significant result of the manner in which these dairy trust contributions were made, particularly those to FCRP, made after the last pre-election reporting date, and the CTAPE contributions routed through the Congressional Committees was that an additional link between dairymen and the President's campaign was kept from public view prior to the election. A. $95,000 from ADEPT and SPACE Late in the summer of 1972, leaders of both DI and MID-AM met with Connolly, then head of Democrats for Nixon, and apparently discussed some of their problems 
with the administration and committed fifty thousand dollars to his organization which was contributed almost immediately thereafter meanwhile fcrp officials lee nunn and clayton yoiter who had taken over certain of kalmbach's solicitation responsibilities were arranging for another forty five thousand dollars to be contributed by the dairy trusts of the two co-ops just prior to november seventh after the final pre-election reporting period had ended one meeting with connolly and fifty thousand dollars for democrats for nixon in an august seventh nineteen seventy two crp memo there appears a list of the subgroups of the agribusiness industry covered by the president's campaign fundraising effort with the following notation quote, milk producers lee nunn and john connolly handling End quote. five days earlier connolly who headed democrats for nixon had met with a number of dairy co-op officials connolly's log for august second nineteen seventy two this a meeting with morgan and westwater of di gene baldy general manager of mid am hanman also of mid am and marin of ampi marin did not attend but parr by that time employed by di did one of the principal outcomes of the meeting was the making of additional milk producer contributions to democrats for nixon jacobson who was assisting Connolly in the Democrats for Nixon organization, says that the Mid-Am and DI officials contacted him and said that they wanted to make a contribution to Democrats for Nixon and to FCRP, but that they wanted to talk to Connolly first. Jacobson informed Lee Nunn of FCRP and arranged the meeting with Connolly, as he had done on a number of occasions earlier in the year in connection with fundraising meetings between the milk producers and Kalmbach. Officials of the two co-ops had discussed the matter of contributions to Democrats for Nixon and came to Washington to meet Connolly and ready to announce their commitment of $25,000 each. Footnote. See Hanman, 14 Hearings, 5892-5893 and 5895. End of footnote. In fact, Westwater says that he brought the $25,000 space check with him to Washington. At the meeting, the dairy officials told Connolly of what they considered the negative attitude of the administration toward dairy co-ops on a number of matters, including possible antitrust violations. They say they also discussed contributions to the president's campaign. Hanman says that although he had not intended to announce a commitment for a contribution, he and the D.I. representatives did so at Connolly's request. Mr. Hanman, I think Mr. Connolly asked us if we were going to make a commitment, a contribution. He indicated that he was going to have a party in Texas somewhere where the president would be there. He would like for some of us people to be there. Senator Montoya, with the money? Mr. Hanman, no, he was inviting only those people I think who were going to make some contributions. And as I recall as the way the meeting developed, that's how we got to the $25,000. It was an opportunity to get to this dinner and meet the president and meet some of his supporters. And I believe that's about the way it developed. 
in direct contradiction to Hahnemann's sworn testimony connolly testified that although there may have been a passing reference to milk producers support quote, the meeting in no way on august second was a meeting that dealt with political contributions End quote. mr weitz you are certain of that mr connolly i am certain of that connolly testified that in fact he did not even know of the two twenty-five thousand dollar contributions however aside from the testimony of hahnman the records of space di's trust indicate that it contributed twenty-five thousand dollars to the national democrats for nixon on or shortly after august second the day of the connolly meeting in fact westwater says connolly personally accepted the twenty-five thousand dollar space check sometime shortly after the meeting despite connolly's testimony before the committee that at about the same time he refused to use the ten thousand dollars cash for democrats for nixon which lilly of ampi had in nineteen seventy one given to jacobson for connolly's designation for political campaigns on september nineteen adept midam's trust contributed twenty five thousand six thousand to the national organization and nineteen thousand to four state democrats for nixon committees connolly testified that he was told only of the contributions to the national organizations twenty five thousand dollars from space and six thousand dollars from adept however hahnman testified that at the august second meeting connolly solicited and hahnman committed twenty five thousand dollars from adept in addition to the twenty five thousand dollars space commitment and jacobson has testified that he thinks he informed connolly of both twenty five thousand dollar contributions when they were made footnote hahnman fourteen hearings five eight nine three jacobson fifteen hearings six four seven five connolly also denied tying invitations to a september reception at his ranch he was planning for the president to additional contributions Quote, no invitation to that meeting was tied to a contribution of one thin dime End quote. to the contrary hahnman testified that connolly raised the subject of the reception in connection with contributions and the dairy officials responded with their commitments moreover the space and adept contributions were completed by september nineteen and representatives of both co-ops attended the reception several days later footnote hahnman fourteen hearings five eight nine three five eight nine six through nine seven the reception was held on september twenty second nineteen seventy two end of footnote two forty five thousand dollars to fcrp on may one nineteen seventy two jacobson and two di officials ben morgan who had replaced paul alagia the previous year as executive director and joseph westwater flew to california and met with Kalmbach. footnote those attending the meeting agree it took place in the spring or early summer of nineteen seventy two westwater says in a staff interview that it was in may and Kalmbach's logs in the committee's possession indicate that the only meeting with jacobson that month was on may first end of footnote jacobson says that morgan and westwater had told him that they wanted to make a contribution to the president's campaign 
and he made an appointment for them with Kalmbach. While it is not clear whether political contributions were discussed at the meeting with Kalmbach, it appears that no effort was made to collect any further contributions to FCRP from ADEPT or SPACE until several months later, when Clayton Yoiter, a former USD official and a CRP official responsible for farm interest groups, became involved in fundraising. In late summer 1972, Yoiter contacted Westwater of DI and Gary Hahnman of Mid-Am to solicit contributions, and each co-op's trust made a contribution just prior to the election. On October 28, Space contributed $25,000 to FCRP, and on November 6, the day before the election, ADEP contributed $4,000 to each of five state FCRP committees for a total of $20,000. Footnote. See Kima Affidavit Supra. The $25,000 from Space may have been used to pay for CRP campaign leaflets. In a September 6, 1972 memo from Yoiter to campaign official Fred Malik, Yoiter referred to the printing and distribution of 500,000 copies each of two agricultural campaign leaflets. Quote, President Nixon, the right choice for America's farmers. End quote. And, quote, nobody bullies butts. End quote. Costing approximately $15,000 to be paid by D.I., Quote, one of the dairy cooperatives that has been most friendly to the administration. End quote. Yoiter Memo, 17 Hearings, 8167. According to the memo, Stan suggested that the November Group, a public relations organization for the president's campaign, contract with the printer, and that DI paid the printer directly for the pamphlets which it would then deliver to CRP as a campaign contribution in kind. Westwater says that although he did discuss the printing and the contribution with Yoiter, and he later received copies of the pamphlets from Yoiter before they were distributed, he does not remember whether the contribution was to pay for the pamphlets. However, a search of the DI and space files has revealed no direct expenditure to the printer. End of footnote. Because of the timing of the contributions, they were not publicly reported until well after the election. According to federal election laws, final pre-election reports must be filed by political committees five days before the election covering contributions made up to 12 days before the election. And in the case of the 1972 presidential election, October 26, 1972, Westwater said in a staff interview that although Yoiter met with him well in advance of October 28, to discuss the contribution, Westwater delayed delivery of the check until October 28th, and this may have been at Yoiter's suggestion. Westwater says he may also have discussed the matter with Gary Hahnman of Mid-Am and Marion Harrison, whose firm had been retained by Mid-Am and D.I. B. $200,000 to the President's Campaign AMPI's trust CTAPE was also solicited for a last-minute pre-election contribution, with the ultimate result that $200,000 of CTAPE money was furnished to the President's campaign. After the ITT scandal and the Watergate break-in, there was increased concern among White House officials about damaging 
disclosures in connection with the milk case. On August 31, 1972, for example, in a memorandum to Haldeman, Ehrlichman, Colson, Clark McGregor, Stans, and Whitaker on the progress of the Nader milk suit, Dean noted that as a result of possible depositions of ex-Secretary Hardin, Chotner, Colson, Whitaker, and others, and attempts to obtain internal White House papers, quote, the potential for political embarrassment during the remaining months of the campaign is high. End quote. Footnote. Strachan Exhibit 14, 16 Hearings, 7511. In a staff interview, David Wilson, former staff assistant to the president, and aide to Dean, said that he had reviewed some White House milk documents for Dean to determine the extent the claim of executive privilege would be asserted. Although Wilson says he saw only one reference to the documents to political contributions, the March 22, 1971 memo from Whitaker to the President, described in Section 1VF3 above, he did not have access to Colson's file. As noted above, Dean, who did, apparently considered the materials damaging. End of footnote. Dean also noted, quote, on the positive side, end quote, from the White House point of view, that the Justice Department antitrust suit was proceeding quickly, and that, quote, this vigorous prosecution shall call into question any allegations by Nader that the milk producers have influenced the administration by their political contributions, end quote. Footnote. Strachan, Exhibit 14, 16, Hearings, 7512. Dean reported that the suit might be ready for trial by the spring of 1973. In mid-1974, pre-trial discovery proceedings were still underway, apparently not because of any less vigorous prosecution, but because of two independent factors. 1. Since issues were raised in the suit of the impact of AMPI political activities on the suit itself, and other governmental matters involving AMPI, pretrial discovery became concerned with AMPI's political activities. 2. There are allegations, some of which have been substantiated in committee testimony and staff interviews, that AMPI employees willfully destroyed company documents in the spring of 1971, and possibly early 1972, to hide certain damaging evidence from government and other investigators. C. Parr, 15 Hearings, 6894-96. Murphy Interview, December 11, 1973. End of footnote. Despite concerns at the White House over presidential links to the milk producers, another contribution from AMPI's political committee to the president's campaign was solicited from George Mayron, AMPI's general manager, by Lee Nunn, Vice Chairman of the Finance Committee to re-elect the President, just prior to the election, to fulfill the previous commitment made in connection with the 1971 Milk Price Support Decision, according to accounts of a number of the participants in the events, including Bob Lilly, who, as Secretary for CTAPE, was briefed by Marin in late October 1972, and made contemporaneous notes. None asked Marin for the balance of the commitment from AMPI that dated back to 1970 and 1971. To help meet the commitment, Marin agreed for CTAPE to contribute 
$300,000 to congressional committees, which, according to Lilly, was to go primarily for the president's re-election effort. 1. Nunn-Marin Meeting Lee Nunn had been involved in arranging for the milk producer contributions in 1971, and, according to the August 7, 1972, CRP memo noted above, he and Connolly were handling the milk producers. In early August, Connolly had met with Mid-Am and DI officials and obtained $50,000 in contributions from them. Nunn apparently focused his attention on AMPI, which, as he stated, quote, sort of control that what the others did, end quote. Nunn says that after the Republican National Convention, Stans pressed his presidential campaign fundraisers to solicit more money to offset what Stans considered a likely campaign debt of as much as $10 million. Nunn offered to solicit a contribution for AMPI, and he thereupon contacted Marion Harrison, who referred him to Jacobson, who in turn put him in touch with Marin. This contact with Marin appears to have been part of the coordinated effort of FCRP and Democrats for Nixon to solicit the three major dairy co-ops for more money just prior to the election. Marin says that during the week of October 17, Jacobson called him and arranged a meeting between him and Nunn, whom Marin believes Jacobson described as Kalmbach's replacement as the chief Republican fundraiser. Footnote. Marin, 16 hearings, 7288-89. Jacobson conceded that he talked to Nunn, but denied calling Marin. Jacobson, 15 hearings, 6477. End of footnote. On Saturday morning, October 21, Nunn flew to San Antonio and met Marin in his office. Nunn opened the meeting by explaining that he had replaced Comback at FCRP and by stating that the projected presidential campaign debt was $10 million, due in large part to the media expenses of the CRP media arm, the November Group. Footnote Nunn, 17 hearings, 7556-57, Marin, 16 hearings, 7294-7296. Marin says Nunn told him they were already $3.5 million in debt and would reach a $10 million debt by the end of the campaign. Marin, 16 hearings, 7296. The campaign ended with a several million dollar surplus. End of footnote. Although Nunn does not recall requesting a specific amount from AMPI, Marin said Nunn asked for $650,000. Marin says that Nunn attached to his request the following statements, quote, Well, it never could be quid pro quo, and never would be. It is correct that the president does remember his friends who helped him, end quote. According to Marin, quote, That is as close to a quid pro quo statement as I think anybody ever came to me. End quote. Marin says he told Nunn that while the committee for TAPE had voted not to make any additional presidential contributions, but only congressional contributions, he would relay Nunn's request to the committee members and advise Nunn of their decision. Nunn says that in view of AMPI's reluctance to contribute to the president's campaign, he made a pitch to Marin for contributions to Republican congressional candidates, apparently deciding not to make a direct appeal to the CTAPE members to reverse the earlier vote. Nunn suggested several candidates who particularly needed funds for the remaining days of their campaigns, but Marin was antagonistic to some of them. 
none is not certain whether it was at this point or later that Marin nonetheless told him that he would recommend that CTAP contribute $150,000 each to the Republican senatorial and congressional campaign committees for the use of whatever Republican candidates the committees selected, presumably including those candidates whom Marin opposed. But before the contributions were made, Marin conferred first with former President Johnson, then his fellow CTAP officials, including Bob Lilly. 2. LBJ Marin Meeting Marin held several high posts in President Johnson's administration, including that of Assistant Secretary of Agriculture. Although Marin did not do so often, he says he decided to meet with the former president because he began to wonder whether his refusal to contribute to President Nixon's campaign would jeopardize the co-op. Immediately after Nunn left, Marin flew to the LPJ ranch and met with President Johnson on the afternoon of the 21st, pursuant to an appointment he had made immediately after Jacobson had set up his meeting with Nunn earlier in the week. Marin says he described to President Johnson his meeting with Nunn, including Nunn's reference to a large campaign debt, to which he responded incredulously, quote, Do you really believe that? End quote. Marin answered, quote, You didn't ask me what I believed. You asked me what Mr. Nunn had said. End quote. Marin concedes that, despite his claim that he knew of no prior commitments, they discussed the very subject of dairy co-op commitments to President Nixon's campaign. Marin says that when he raised the subject with Johnson, the latter's advice was that, quote, if there be a commitment, he considered it our obligation, not mine personally, the TAPE obligation, and we should meet it. End quote. Marin attempted to explain how he came to discuss with President Johnson the subject of supposedly non-existent commitments. I had begun to see a sequence of Jacobson, Jacobson, and on the peripheral basis, at least Nelson. I kept saying to myself, why, why, why? After the combat matters, why would Jacobson be so persistent in this? For some reason or other, these people found it necessary to try to get dairy money into the Republican campaign. As a result of their meeting, Marin says that he, at President Johnson's suggestion, agreed that CTAP should make additional congressional contributions and that the trust should balance its total contributions for the year to both parties. Marin says that the former president also noted that these congressional contributions could benefit the presidential campaigns without further linking CTAP to the presidential campaign by being used to pay for the expenses of campaign events attended by both congressional and presidential candidates. Marin says that subsequently he conferred with his CTAP officials and obtained their approval for that approach. One of those with whom Marin conferred was Lilly, secretary of CTAP, who testified to one significant additional detail, that the plan also included the diversion of some of the milk contributions from the congressional races directly to the president's campaign effort. Because of that, Lilly says that he objected. His account of the Marin meetings varies in some important respects from Marin's and Nunn's. 3. Lilly Marin Meeting On October 23rd, two days after his meeting with Nunn and the former president, Marin met with Bob Lilly and related to him the substance of the two meetings. According to Lilly's contemporaneous notes, 
there were several key items omitted by Marin and Nunn in their testimony, which indicate that the contributions solicited and finally made were expressly for the President's campaign in satisfaction of the prior commitment made for the 1971 price support increase. As testified to by Lilly before the Select Committee on November 16, 1973, Nunn asked Marin to contribute $750,000 for the, quote, obligation for the blank 1971 price support end quote, decision, and he suggested several alternatives, $750,000 to Democrats for Nixon, or the committee to re-elect the president, or $325,000 each to the Republican Congressional and the Republican Senatorial Campaign Committees. To Marin's account of his meeting with President Johnson, Lilly added the significant element that Marin told him he had gone to see Johnson, quote, to discuss the commitment of $750,000 to the Republican Party from a carryover from 1971, end quote, and that it was in that context that the former president responded, quote, if you made the commitment, well then fulfill it and carry it out, regardless of how hard that might hurt, end quote. On the question of commitments, Lilly stated he was told by Marin that President Johnson discussed a $250,000 milk producer commitment to him, presumably in the 1964 campaign, which he wanted fulfilled. President Johnson allegedly indicated a detailed knowledge of the AMPI producer's checkoff system and told Marin the commitment could be met by means of deductions from the producer's checks. Marin acknowledged that President Johnson discussed the earlier commitment, but denied that the former president either considered it an outstanding obligation or mentioned any system of raising monies by a checkoff of dairy producers to meet that prior commitment. Although Lilly testified that he could not explain the discrepancy between the $750,000 none allegedly requested for Democrats for Nixon, or FCRP, versus the total of $650,000 none requested for the Congressional Committees. Other evidence in the Committee's possession supports the conclusion that the $750,000 and $650,000 figures were both related to the prior commitment for the 1971 milk decision. It should be recalled that in February 1972, Strachan reported to Haldeman that Kalmbach was making arrangements for the milk producers to contribute the remaining $750,000 to reach the modified commitment of $1 million. Due to the ITT scandal, further contributions were delayed until just prior to the election. By the time of the Nunn-Marin meeting, an additional $50,000 had recently come in from the trusts of the other two co-ops, ADEPT and SPACE, to Democrats for Nixon, and a like amount was expected from them for FCRP. Footnote. Another $45,000 was contributed by SPACE and ADEPT to FCRP within the next two weeks. See sections VIIA Supra. End of footnote. Thus, consistent with Lilly's notes, $650,000 of the $750,000 commitment was still needed to enable the milk producers to meet their obligation, which had originated a year earlier in connection with the 1971 milk price support decision. Instead of the $650,000, a total of $300,000 was contributed, the same amount that, according to Lilly, was proposed by AMPI for the President's campaign just prior to April 7, 1972, in connection with the antitrust suit. 
the public records of CTAPE show it going to Republican congressional committees. There is evidence that, in fact, an FCRP official diverted most of that money through the committees onto the Finance Committee to re-elect the President. End of Section 37 Recording by Greg Giordano Newport Ritchie, Florida